Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Welcome to the fifth episode of the Non-Neurotypical Art Students. Uh, this is the first one that's been published, that's been recorded since I published my first episode. So it's a very exciting time for me. And um, over here, I have my fifth guest. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great. You said before we started that you were very excited to do this. Yeah, no, I am because like obviously I'm very excited to uh, to talk about uh, problems regarding mental health uh, and also how it affects students at the Fabrica and yeah. also art students as well. Okay. Well, that sounds very good. Can you maybe introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, my name is Nabila Ayuaviani. Uh, I'm a second year student at the Fine Arts Department mm -hmm. and I'm in the painting and, uh, and printmaking section of the department. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can I maybe ask what your neurotype is? Uh, I, yeah, I have, bipolar I have bipolar disorder type 2 with psychotic features mm -hmm. and borderline personality disorder. Yeah. All right. So uh, just to get a just to get it right, I have really no clue. This is like my first year at mm -hmm. uh, the Royal Academy of Arts, mm -hmm. but to actually kind of understand, you were saying, uh, how does actually the fine, the fine art work? Do you actually, uh, because you're saying you are specialized or there's, uh, there are different sections, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the, okay, that's the reason why I can never find fine art because <laughs> apparently there are like different uh, sections over here. Yeah, there are four so. sections actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which are them? Yeah. Uh, painting and printmaking is one of them, and that's the one that I'm in. And yeah. there's autonome, which is about most I think about conceptual mm -hmm. stuff, and sculpture, which is about sculpture. And mm -hmm. But like even if even if you're in any of these departments, you can make anything you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's very flexible. So. First of all, uh, you said, uh, can you maybe explain more what uh, your neurotype exactly is? Yeah. Because um, you were you were. No, just I just uh, I just uh, let it uh, talk to yourself yeah. before yeah. I enter. Can you uh, can you uh, maybe explain more about your neurotype? My neurotype. Okay, yeah. so um, well, I actually have bipolar disorder type two mm -hmm. with psychotic features. So bipolar disorder is mostly about mood swings. Mm -hmm. So uh, my mood swings from either because I have type two. Mm -hmm. uh, type two is uh, has less. Um, type one has mania. And depressive and manic and major depressive, mm -hmm. whereas type two has hypomania, which is the lesser, but not like I'm not saying it's less severe, but like it's the lesser form of mania. It's called hypomania, mm -hmm. and so basically, how when I'm hypomanic, I, I get really impulsive. I um, I start getting really really energetic, mm -hmm. and um, I, I'm always talking a lot, and I start having grandiose delusions, and. Um, what else? Let me think. I, it's, it's a lot of symptoms that I have to remember because like, uh, anyways. No. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's just mostly about being energetic, a, lo a, lot, a lot of energy mm -hmm. and being and being your and your and not sleeping. Most, that's also an important part of uh, hypomania. And also, mania is more severe in a way that um, it can affect you like socially, like some, uh, it can affect you like, um, also in your work and environment and stuff, but like mm -hmm. whereas hypomania, it's like not as visible as mania, I guess if that's how you put it. I, I mean, that's how I experience it mm -hmm. mostly because like when I'm hypomanic, uh, I feel like people just think I'm just as I just I'm just yeah. more energetic. Where whereas when, when, when what's going on inside my head is that yeah. like there are lots of like thoughts just like circling around and like I'm constantly like twenty four seven just having thoughts, like a lot, a lot of thoughts and ideas. And like, I'm always like, when I'm hypomanic, I'm like full of ideas and mm -hmm. I'm, 
and I'm like, and I think I'm like God or something, and I'm like on top of the world, and like I can do anything I want. And then when once the hypomania is like gone, I hit, I crash, I crash down, and I hit really, really bad depression. And like hypomania for me, hypomania lasts for like usually like four days, two weeks max. Mm -hmm. The longest I've had it was for a month. Uh, whereas for um, for depression, the longest I've had it was for like six months. Mm -hmm. And like depressive uh, symptoms are like. Uh, sleep for me at least I mean it's different for everyone like obviously but for me uh, it's uh, my depressive symptoms are like um, sleeping way too much not having energy at all and um, just uh, not feeling motivated and sometimes having really really bad thoughts yeah like yeah because you said earlier that actually uh, a, la a lack of sleep yeah. is a problem but you also have maybe problems with uh, 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 too much sleeping or uh, yeah. laying too uh, long in bed or yeah okay yeah when it when it comes to depression I have too I sleep too much yeah and I don't take care of myself yeah uh, well also in hypomania I don't take care of myself but like because uh, like I'm always impulsive but like when I'm in the depressive episode I'm like I don't I sometimes don't even shower for weeks yeah. or on. And then like when I'm hypomanic, I'm always cleaning my room. I'm always like, I'm showering and I'm always mm. doing everything. And like, it's gonna like bring everything like in fast mm -hmm. motion. And like, yeah. you don't even know what you're doing. And then suddenly you're crushed. And then when, and then suddenly you're crushed down into like, and then you feel like you're, and then all the ideas that you had are all gone. And then it's just like, wow. It was all like for me, like sometimes when I have hypomanic episodes, I'm like, it feels like, happiness is kind of like yeah. a delusion you know because like when when i'm getting out of my depression phase and i'm starting to get happy again i'm like wait am i really happy am i really getting stable or am i just getting hypomanic yeah 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 uh but we kind of started this podcast off with uh that i asked how are you doing uh, and you yeah. said you were kind of uh excited or you yeah. feel like yeah. excited are you right now so therefore in your um how should I put it? Hyper, hypomedic. Uh, what is the what's the right? Yeah, the hype is is the is that also the the right way to formulate it that you are right now in your hyper in your hypomedic um, phase. Oh, actually no, uh, I'm actually pretty stable right now. I'm, I'm back on my meds, so. Okay. Hypomania? <laughs> no, 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 you're gone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's just my bipolar uh, disorder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, if you want, do you want me to talk about my borderline yeah, symptoms as well? Um, if you want to, I'd yeah. love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, the main symptoms that I have that I have problems with, what well, borderline is most. Uh, it's another name for it is also called emotionally unstable personality disorder. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's uh, it's about like not being able to regulate your emotions mm -hmm. and having heightened emotions. So um, most of the problems I have with are re re regarding my emotions. Like yeah. my emotions are always, I always feel them like. 10 times more and if you go on google actually and you search up uh the most agonizing mental disorder uh like emotionally emotionally mm -hmm. agonizing yeah. mental disorder you're gonna see borderline yeah and in wikipedia as well like there's a, there's a whole uh, section for emotional pain for borderline that's how much pain that we feel emotionally it's like mm. having it's like having a third degree burn yeah. uh, emotionally constantly 24 mm. 7 you never know when you're gonna when you're gonna have a you're gonna when you're gonna crash basically yeah. you're it's basically like you're like a time ticking bomb yeah you'll yeah. never know when you're gonna explode yeah yeah but that's mostly it's with the emotions and also we have because of our heightened emotions we become very impulsive 
Yeah. Also, when it comes back to my hypomania, so like when I'm hypomanic and then I'm also because of my borderline impulsivity, I become extra impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> Money gone. Yeah. Money, what? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I become. I, I'm always impulsive. Like I don't have. Um, I don't have like uh, a stop mm-hmm. button. I'm always like going go 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 go. Like my, I'm always like go big or go home, and mm-hmm. I never go home because I'm always going big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing about borderline is like the black and white thinking. Mm-hmm. We put everything into a box. I can't see anything in the gray zone. You know, like yeah. uh, it's either like they're good or they're bad. Yeah. It's never like oh no, I can't see like a person as in like in the rainbow. You know, like in the gray area. I'm always like seeing like that person is like either good either bad like yeah. or I either love them or I either hate them mm-hmm. and sometimes if I love someone I, lo- I love them so much so much and then at one point they'll do something or say something that is wrong and then, and then I switch immediately to hating them yeah and it just goes on constantly and it makes me confused and then another thing about borderline is that we always like we're, we have we have problems with our identity as well mm-hmm. so we're always blaming ourselves we don't we don't know who we are we're always bla- and like the, the whole thing about like switching from hate to love it mm-hmm. also br- brings us down more into like a, mm. a cycle of self guilt and self blame yeah 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 but i think it's actually um uh, last time from the last episode mm-hmm. I, I talked with hattie and hattie mm. as herself has also borderline mm. um so um uh, she also you know that is uh, that is why i also let my guests really or i guess i mean can you, can, you, can you really speak of a guest my my mm-hmm. talk partner uh, <laughs> so the the other one who um uh, is included included in this conversation mm-hmm. i asked i i asked a person always to uh explain what uh is her or they um or their um, 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 neurotype is mm-hmm. because I find it kind of also also interesting what you what you kind of use to emphasize what you kind of yeah. use first, but also what you say from that you're very very impulsive. Yeah. You have a way of ordering your information. Yeah. You know, so that is the kind of thing that you also just just said by explaining yourself yeah. that you still have although it's very impulsive. There is an order of information, but that order maybe gets mixed up. After yeah, a while yeah. or something yeah, like that, yeah, you know. Definitely, so, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's not. So it's not like that. That impulsively is never start with. Oh, I have no plan. You might have. Yeah. A, you maybe might have a plan, but then. yeah. But it never goes in the right. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. never goes with the plan, yeah. and I okay. never go with the plan. Yeah, but I found also kind of, um, but also said towards Hattie from I myself have autism spectrum disorder, mm-hmm. and uh, I found it actually. I never realized because I don't know that many people with um, uh, with with your neurotype. Ah, borderlines. Borderlines, mm-hmm. but I actually came came out to the to the conclusion that actually autism or borderlines kind of very has very a lot of uh, really? a lot of yeah a lot of touching points because I myself from what you're saying regarding the black and white thinking mm. um, maybe not that not so much but there is a feeling of justice. That you think, oh, this person did something really horrible to me. This person is 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 the only reason why this person exists is that I hate that person. You know, I sometimes have that. <laughs> that I really yeah. not, not 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 most of the time, but it goes with sometimes that I have with a couple of people that I really have to use my rational senses. Yeah. From, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I have to get really get yeah. get on earth. Yeah, there also are good base and bad traits yeah. and. If I look to people like that, and I also, you know, then you also uh, kind of uh, uh, um, 
maybe 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 look over the the different the diversity within yeah. a lot of people only not yeah. you know so no just putting yeah. people into boxes yeah and exactly yeah. you know that's also that is exactly something we have to we need to break out yeah, so, it's yeah. also, so it's also a bit of a of a this actually this whole podcast and all these episodes is also a bit of a training for myself yeah. <laughs> to get kind of <laughs> to get kind of to train myself okay you know people are not inherently evil people are also not inherently good uh yeah. Uh, or maybe not even better good, but they have all like different characteristics, which sometimes came, comes out positive, sometimes comes out negative. So. Yeah, but for me, it's like, for me, it kind of feels like I'm living life and I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like in a show, mm -hmm. as in like I'm in the, stage, in the stage and mm -hmm. I'm the actress or actor, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm the actor and everyone else is just the audience and I have to pretend, you know. Yeah. I, I constantly have to pretend that I'm like everyone else, you yeah. know. I'm, I have to play a character that I'm not and it's kind of exhausting as well. And like most people like they know me as the like, as the like energetic person who's always like happy, who's always mm -hmm. like full of like energy and like always like laughing and always making j stupid jokes and stuff but at the same time like it just sometimes i feel like i force it too much you know yeah and i'm like i don't like i want i want to stop forcing it mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm scared of being rejected yeah i'm scared of, like that's also a symptom of borderline i'm always scared of being rejected so I'm, so it makes me like and I have a fear of abandonment as well. Yeah. I'm scared of everyone yeah. leaving me. Like, even if I don't know that person, I'm always like, no, I have to please them. I can't let them yeah. leave me. Like, even though, even though I don't know them at all. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe you're then, therefore, um, maybe kind of feels like, or I don't know, forcing up yourself is the good word to put it, but it can maybe yeah. feel, or it can maybe feel like it for the under. But yeah. it's actually maybe also a bit of re-proofing uh, yourself. Yeah. Like proving yourself, oh, I'm funny. And now I'm going to show you like that. Yeah. You know, just... <laughs> yeah. I don't know who I am. I yeah. have an identity crisis. And like, I've always grown up to be that one weird yeah. kid. Like everyone, mm -hmm. everyone knows me as a weird person, whatever. But like... We're all weird. Yeah, I know we're all weird, <laughs> but like still, I know like, I've like, because of, because of, of me labeling labeling myself as the weird person, yeah. I start acting more weird, and yeah. I start being I start finding out ways on, on how weird I can be, and how on how ridiculous as mm -hmm. I can be, and just pushing myself into finding new characteristic characteristic characteristics to put into my personality. Yeah, and it just I keep on, and I'm always mimicking other people's personalities. Like if mm. I'm close to someone, if I love someone, I mimic their personality too. Yeah, it's also like that's also a symptom of borderline as well. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't known, but like, yeah. yeah, so like, because of that, I, I, I fall more into a pit of identity crisis. Like I keep on like, I don't know who I am. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just... But we just said earlier, um, uh, 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 can I maybe uh, uh, say that? What are your pronouns? Or do you want to maybe say that, say that yourself? Because it's she, they, right? Yeah, she, right? they. Yeah. yeah, she, they. Okay. I remembered it's a it uh, correctly yeah. but if you kind of give such a pronouns to yourself maybe mm -hmm. i think that is already a form of a um form form of an of an of an acceptance of your own identity yeah. i can imagine so i think you're saying identity crisis um um i think it's also a part of of having a lot of confident that actually this is also part of your identity you yeah. know so how is that uh, maybe, you know, in what in what way does this ident identity crisis come from? Actually, I'm asking you to what is a identity, so which is a very hard question. Yeah, yeah, I but know. I mean, uh, in what way would you say that you sometimes have 
have maybe problems to finding your own identity. your own self. Yeah, yeah your own identity. in a way, like sometimes when I look at the mirror, mm -hmm. like you, like when you look at the mirror, you're like most people. I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. know about most people, but like I, I guess a normal person would like when they look at themselves, but they'll be like, oh, that's me. That's mm -hmm. me. I recognize myself in the mirror. But when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. I don't know who this person is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's just it's like that. Yeah. Is it then like a constant? research i mean yeah yeah so it's also a constant research yeah it's a constant um, research but so, i but i guess if you want to be lost if you want to be found uh, you have to be lost yeah, yeah yeah so so that's what i actually wanted to yeah. ask from um are there maybe also times that you actually um find because because i kind of you know this this will this will maybe come up uh, later but mm. um i kind of also uh, watch your Instagram or watch your work, mm -hmm. but it's also a, some sort of a combination of. Uh, uh, I saw that you have like one Instagram with only with only uh, a lot of paintings, yeah. but also like the Instagram that. Uh, um, I'm not sure which is your main, but uh, I'm like also on an, an, an Instagram where you kind of try on different clothes, different yeah. uh, different uh, different different makeup, yeah. um, and um, by doing that. It kind of feels like you're also a bit embracing the fact that you are also researching. Like I just said earlier, that you're embracing with regarding your pron your, pron your pronouns, pronouns, that you kind of embrace your pronouns, and therefore you are also a part of your identity. But yeah. in this case, is maybe also your is that isn't isn't that as well an identity that you're always researching from who from who I am, and therefore always stretching the boundaries of. Um, um, trying new things, trying new clothes, uh, not gender-based, not what I use. Is that, isn't, isn't that also already an, an identity? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Like right now, like I'm, I'm coming in more in terms of with my identity as mm -hmm. I come into, as I become older. Um, yeah. I feel more at peace with my identity rather yeah. than chaotic before. I've, I feel like I've calmed down now over the years with the, with how chaotic I used to be. So um, I think, I think also like with, maturing as of age also helps a lot yeah and like getting more experience yeah. with life you know whatever may i ask yeah. how old are you i'm 20 years old but like Good. 20 yeah. i mean i'm not that old but yeah. still like i've learned a lot over this past few years especially yeah. moving to the netherlands alone yeah. after um i used to live in the united arab emirates for 10 years and back there um my parents used to uh, basically did everything for me like <laughs> like yeah. wash the clothes for me clean mm -hmm. my own room so like I have gained kind of like, kind of like a dependency on them, and then when I came here, I was very stuck and I was like constantly having mental breakdowns because I didn't know what to do on my own, and I've and I had some kind of sort of some and my and I had some sort of dependency towards towards my parents, mm. but now it's getting better now. I'm mm. I'm I'm honestly in a much better place now, and I'm very glad that I've yeah. overcame everything. But here you mean the. Netherlands, yeah. or do you mean specifically the Royal Academy of Arts? Yeah, or? and also the also. Royal Academy of Arts as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you started like two two years ago. So were you at the age of eighteen? Am I right? Oh, no, I started last year. 19. You started last year. Yeah. 19. Okay. Uh, so, um, kind of, you know, this is this is maybe also also a bit of it. You so you were born in Indonesia, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. At what? At, uh, but you went to the United Arabics. Arab Emirates. Yeah, Arab em em Emirates. At what age did you move? Uh, around uh, nine years old, I think. Nine, eight. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, nine. Yeah. I think nine. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you believe in nationalities? That you are, and that you are 
I don't know, Indonesian or your... I mean, my passport, yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, like, everyone is part of the earth, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. is it really necessary to categorize people into nationalities? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah, I actually, yeah, I mean, I actually like it as well, because this is, is that maybe also part of your researching that you're saying from, like, I mean, I can, I am confident, I am confidently saying I'm Dutch and I'm cheering yeah. for the Dutch team when they're playing a football match and I'm, you know, so I'm, uh, and I'm, and I'm, uh, uh, but um, uh, does the fact that you maybe um, have traveled a lot yeah. and therefore uh, go, went from what well, country when you're nine, you went to the United Arab Emirates when you were, or sorry, you went to the, you were born in, 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 in Indonesia, you went to the United Arab Emirates when you're nine yeah. and you went to the, uh, to uh, the Netherlands when you're when you're 18. So 19. every yeah, so every nine years or 19, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, every so, 10 years I move. So <laughs> almost every 10 years you move to another place. Is that is that maybe also part that you is that maybe also part that, that you kind of um, uh, moved from every country to country? That's also part that you maybe have uh, researched your identity. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also it also affects a lot with my identity as well because. Mm -hmm. um, Growing up in the United Arab Emirates, really like I was immersed in a very international culture, but mm -hmm. also with the Arabic culture. Yeah. Because the UAE, United Arab Emirates, mm -hmm. is full of um, expats. Mm -hmm. So most of my friends were from different countries. My best friends are actually mm -hmm. Americans. Mm -hmm. So um, I've never like uh, I've never really like been in touch with my Indonesian culture because mm -hmm. I, I go to Indonesia only once every year during the summer. Mm -hmm. So and my my Indonesian isn't like formally good i'm yeah. just i just speak really informal indonesian so yeah. i don't know where i actually belong like i nationality wise uh ethnicity wise i know yeah. i believe i belong in indonesia uh, but like my heart yeah. like because i grew up in the uae like through, um, throughout my childhood mm -hmm. and teenage years my heart kind of belongs there at the same time, I don't really, I didn't really fit in in there yeah. with anyone. Like, um, I didn't, I didn't feel like I fit in with anyone there. Yeah. So at the same time, like, it feels kind of nostalgic. It, like that, that part of my life is just feels kind of nostalgic. Whereas in the Netherlands, it feels like the Netherlands. It feels more like at home yeah. than any of those two other countries. Because yeah. like, the Netherlands is the place where I can feel like I can be myself more than in Indonesia rather than the UAE. Because like. Yeah. The way I dress right now, if I were to dress like this in the UAE or Indonesia, people would just look at me weird. I mean, yeah. I, I have had, I've dressed like this in the U Indonesia and people have looked at me like people like stared at me a lot yeah. and uh, it doesn't feel comfortable, you know. So I I've honestly just feel at home in, in the Netherlands. Yeah. 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 How are maybe uh, maybe this is something I had to uh, research, but yeah. how are both Indonesia and the UAE regarding um, uh, gender diversity is it is it like kind of allowed over there i mean no 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 because no. like they're very um they're very conservative conservative mm -hmm. and indonesia the uh it's not a muslim country but it's not an islamic country but uh, the majority of the population is uh is muslim mm -hmm. so a lot of them are very religious and so and, and the uae is a very islamic country yeah um so and it's a religious country as well, so um, I feel like they don't really accept gender diversity. Yeah. So, like, if I were to say that I'm a non-binary there, um, I feel like I wouldn't be accepted as much as I was in here. 
Mm-hmm. But I found out in Indonesia there's a subculture where they believe in non in a third gender. Yeah. So, but but that's not really a big thing though in Indonesia because like most of them are Muslims, so they don't really believe in the third gender. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you said earlier, can I can I mention that 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 what you said about that um, was it that the English that the English language in or the or the language in the United States used to be also really gender diverse but that's that's because of colonial influences uh you know i cannot really recall so maybe you can uh you can tell it better than i can that i think it has some colonial uh influence right that that we're talking like in two and only two genders definitely a lot Uh, of cultures especially the native american culture yeah uh the native american culture uh has this thing called the third gender yeah but when the spanish came i'm I'm not sure if it was the spanish or the portuguese but i think it was spanish Mm -hmm. yeah but when the spanish came or portuguese whatever the, the colonizers when they came, they tried to erase that from the history mm-hmm. because they just didn't agree with the idea of a third gender. Yeah. But people like people who are gender diverse have always existed in history. Yeah. If you look yeah. back into history. Yeah. yeah. Was it also something similar with uh, Indonesia? Yeah. 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 So yeah. like so the uh, Dutch came along and erased all the all the like in in different uh, gender because I know, for instance, a country like Turkey which uh, doesn't have the same language, but I mean, there are like languages over there where they, uh, where they uh, don't use any, any, any gender at all. Yeah, I Indonesian mean, <laughs> actually doesn't have a gender pronoun. Yeah. Uh, we, we, there's this word, mm-hmm. and the pronoun in Indonesia is called, uh, in Indonesian is that dia, mm-hmm. and dia means they, it doesn't yeah. really mean she or he. Oh yeah. Yeah, but like, I don't, there is a tribe in Indonesia that has, uh, that, that has a third gender, but I'm not quite yeah. sure which tribe it is. Yeah. Yeah, so it's actually a very Western, Western base, is it? I think it? so. Yeah, you know, that's actually all mostly like Western languages they use this yeah. this this this, bilingu- this bilingual, the uh, gender binary. Yeah, yeah, you know, so that is uh, yeah. So uh, um, so actually, if you want to if you want to uh, kind of break through that, yeah. you have to maybe also let influence like other 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 countries. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, maybe look a bit at other countries or other languages like Indonesia and uh, and uh, and uh, uh, from all from also maybe I think like I think like Turkish is kind of the same. They also don't have an a they also don't have a yeah. he or a she. They have I think they always use a they as I understood, but I didn't research enough. So yeah, Indonesian <laughs> is very gender neutral. Actually, yeah, yeah it's 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 okay. quite surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you were. Uh, back about you. Uh, yeah. You were talking about that you um, were considered the weird kids. At what time are we talking about when you were saying that, or oh, when you were feeling that? Was it in garden, actually? So that was in Indonesia. In Indonesia, yeah. 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 Um, I Did feel this, like sorry. Sorry. Um, I feel like kids used to bully me because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That's how I saw it because, like, mm-hmm. kids used to call me uh, gajah bengkak. That's what mm-hmm. in, that's Indonesian translated as. Um, Swollen elephant, which mm-hmm. means like they're just trying to call me fat. <laughs> yeah. And they used to sing this song. It's like "Keriting keribu anak sinting naik kerbau," which means it doesn't it doesn't make sense. But in English, it's like "keriting keriting" means curly, "keribu" means like uh like frizzy hair. Mm-hmm. So curly frizzy hair, anak sinting, which means crazy kid. Mm-hmm. Naik kerbau means uh, kerbau means uh, bull, and naik means uh, riding. So it means mm-hmm. like um. Curly hair, create a frizzy hair. A crazy kid rides a 
well they were just making fun of my curly yeah. hair basically because okay. i have curly hair and most people yeah. there uh have straight hair and i was pretty big for a kid and everyone was skinny so i was always different so people <laughs> always thought i was weird and uh even in like elementary school i've always uh. been the weird kid because like people used to call me weird because i used i feel because i feel like it's because of my <laughs> going back into my borderline as well yeah. i have this uh attention seeking uh, one of the symptoms of borderline is also like have uh, being a, an attention seeker. Mm-hmm. I think uh, like it's not like like an attention seeker, not not, not in a bad way. We're always yeah. like seeking for validation. Mm-hmm. We're always seeking for attention, uh, if that's the right words for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're always seeking for attention and validation. And when I was a kid, I, I was always seeking for validation and, and attention, and I still do sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. like not not like to everyone, but like just to the people that I love. Yeah. But anyways, when I was a kid, I used to seek for validation and attention but i never got that mm. and i feel like i never really stood out because like I, uh, and then so i had to act in a way that i can that can make me stand out so i started acting weird to stand out to yeah. get validation and then people started calling me weird because of because i started acting weird and yeah. i started acting strange way in a strange way so that's how i got the yeah. Got called the weird kid. I mean, I cannot blame it on myself, no. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. but, if someone, but if someone says, to, for instance, to you, maybe, you know, that, that, that or someone just says, from, I want to have a little bit distance towards you. Yeah. How does that feel? Is it, is it, does that really feel, even, even though it's like in a respectful manner? I mean, I, mean I, I could also say, from, hey, I'm maybe tired and you're looking for attention but i can't give it to you yeah does that also feel like a rejection definitely mm-hmm. definitely yeah. like yeah my, like my my brain would just worry worry yeah. as like if someone says no to me they immediately mm-hmm. someone says no to me i just see it as rejection and yeah. i see it as like as like the, the other person hating me the other person wants to get rid of me mm-hmm. and i feel abandoned but that's that's my rational mind yeah but like my right and i'm always fighting with my rational mind rational mind it's like no they don't they don't want to get rid of you they just want space from you but my rational mind is always like no they hate me they want to get rid of me yeah so like yeah Yeah. it's always like a fight between my rational mind and rational mind but like when someone says that to me i'm always like yeah no it's good it's whatever you know like if you want a space for me you can just have space for me which i completely understand yeah but like when i'm on my own when i'm alone i start having a mental breakdown (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. now this kind of but i heard this kind of if that's that's, i mean of course it's it's uh maybe a bipolar trait uh 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 but i just hear that a lot from neurodiverse people in general i mean i also said um the moment this this will be published, people will, people will probably also heard our, my episode with uh, with Hattie. Mm-hmm. But that's the moment where where we also talked about that um, different neuro types are not are not like islands. From over here you have autism, and yeah. over here you have you yeah. have you have ADHD, and over here you have B uh, bipolar. Um, but it's kind of they're kind of overlapping, yeah. you know, and that. Kind of, and what you're saying, I think that's kind of a threat. Also, maybe for a lot of people, some sort of defines neurodiversity, defines the fact that people have like a whole other way of expressing themselves, expressing their anger, expressing the joy, they're expressing yeah. their 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 love, but do that in a way that is that are people maybe not used to, mm-hmm. or maybe don't, or uh, maybe um, um, don't um judge the situation well enough as people expect you to 
you know that you you know for instance if i if i talk about myself uh i know that i have a lot of problems with the fact that i uh used to it used to be in the past used the other way around it used to be finding things funny maybe also because i was kind of insecure mm -hmm. and making and just making jokes also making like very edgy jokes which people were offended by <gasps> You know, and uh, mm. uh, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've uh, been there as well, especially when I was sixteen. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't be able to make a, to make to make a podcast as, yeah. as this when I was even eighteen years old. Yeah. And uh, it was more of a maybe it was something that you kind of said more of a thing of proofing, more of a thing of also maybe having problems with my masculinity in the yeah. yeah, I mean. Man, just make on may just make offensive boys, boy, boys or, or yeah. offensive jokes. Boys will be boys, you know. <laughs> and, and girls have to close their legs. Yeah. Girls have to be um, gentle, and we can't be mad. We have we can't show. We, we can't. We can be sad. We, can, <laughs> we, well, we always cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There was and kind of the point when I when I look back, I actually have the feeling that something like you said that I also something like that was happening that I also wanted to. Have, have a way of proving myself, have a way of proving, hey, I'm funny and yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, from I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm and um, but now I'm feeling that uh, and there was also maybe, maybe, maybe back then, because if someone was offended, I felt really bad because I couldn't, even though I made these jokes, I felt really bad when someone said they were, were offended because I, I know they were right. You know they were right and they were in the right position to do so and um maybe there's also something i uh maybe needs to a bit to address i'm also when um uh i don't know if i if i if i can tell you i mean yeah. i mean when we started this you were i just asked you your pronouns yeah and you just say from hey my pronouns is she they yeah and i was really at the moment i really want to get this right because you think mm -hmm. that's important you know that's also yeah. a bit with pronouns i really want to do it right i think that's also uh, you you could also be a bit of part of my office because i really want i really want to do uh, want to do my best to actually um uh, get the other one so comfortable as possible but when i do maybe do something wrong um you know i'm not feeling this for everybody and but i mean maybe you can you can tell me better than i do i think i think when you do it wrong <laughs> when you and you try to do it as first people are not do people feel offended? I mean, I mean, would you do? Would you be offended if I had your pronouns wrong? If I, no. if I, if I, if I try so? Yeah, you know. And no. I have the feeling that you are. You know, even even though you are not, but because I think if oh, you know, this is really this is really important for, for, um, or even if you say from hey, I'm more comfortable if you do this, and even though and even though if I did something else, I felt like really bad. Mm -hmm. So you know because I and I was really and, and I was really the feeling that I just really uh, uh, that I just really think did a thing that maybe that's also part of of thinking in boxes. Yeah, you yeah, know that yeah. that you that yeah. that you that I really think you hate me because I had your pronouns wrong, or but, you know and. Um, um, that's maybe also I want to uh, I want to address, like this is the first podcast that we record after my first yeah. uh, episode will be out, will uh, I've published and I don't do and I don't do everything right. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe in this podcast mm -hmm. we were talking about things that 
I think people may have another opinion on. Yeah. You know, and that's fine, but I'm just gonna ask you, it's also people be a bit gentle with me. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah, be also yeah. a bit gentle because even though if you think I said something wrong, don't come out and say from, hey, this is inherently wrong what you're doing. That is when, that's kind of thing. And I think that also goes, especially with neurodiverse people. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very vulnerable for that. You know, because yeah. I'm thinking if you're saying this is, in, this is inherently wrong, I have really, I have really the feeling that I just ruined your, yeah. your, your, your day, you know, that you that. really hate me, even though you're problem. kind of correcting me. So yeah. I think this also be a part that we ask for a lot of people, be gentle if we do something wrong, you know, don't, yeah, don't shout, definitely. don't, uh, um, we try to do, we try to do our best, but <laughs> in a way, it sounds like you're passionate about the things that you do because you yeah. want to make it right. That means yeah. that makes it passionate and that's yeah. a good thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, like being, being neurodivergent isn't like bad as people, as most yeah. people think it is, you know, the, the stigma at least, you yeah. know, for example, the stigma of a borderline is like a crazy bitch and yeah. a, a stigma for bipolar person is yeah. also a crazy bitch. Yeah. Like people think like people with bipolar are, are constantly changing their mood, you know, mm -hmm. but that's not right. That, that's actually borderline that's uh, yeah. people with borderline are, are, are the ones who are constantly changing yeah. their moods um so like i just want to say like the stigma like can we just yeah. break that please <laughs> <laughs> i hate the yeah. stigma like it might seem like on the outside that we're always chaotic but at the same yeah. time we're we're full of passion yeah and, like people with borderlines are so yeah. passionate and like when we love we love so much and yeah. it burns us up you know like yeah. and then when we do things we do things real like to the to the max point you know yeah. but that is maybe also a bit of 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 the hard part because um especially since with neuro with neurodiverse people maybe um i just say neuro neurodiverse but i just yeah. got corrected le the last time that that i rather or maybe it's more common to say neurodivergent yeah neurodivergent yeah is that is that the more common or or better way to put it I mean, yeah a lot of people say neurodivergent okay actually. because yeah. uh, because the uh Instagram I use for instance autistic of uh, autistic cats. Mm -hmm. They always said like neuro neuro the first people, so I, I mean, copied it from them. Neurodiverse is also fine. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's also fine. That's also like someone, yeah. you know, someone said it in my in my comments, and um, uh, she also said from oh, you know, don't it doesn't matter. But I was really at the, at the moment where someone said, hey, maybe you could say neurodivergent. I'd really from oh shit. No, you have to be kidding me! I had it all wrong. I just, uh, I just, uh, I just broke your day. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, I mean, like that's what you think, but yeah, like, you, from an outsider's perspective, like you definitely didn't yeah, ruin their day. Yeah, it's but just, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just that, an honest mistake, you know. Yeah, I mean, that person just said it just later said, "Ah, oh, yeah. doesn't matter. Just you know, I'm just really happy you're doing it as well." I mean, that really and that really healed myself. It really yeah. had something. Oh. Great, oh, thank God, <laughs> the person doesn't, doesn't hate me. Um, but I think what I wanted to say is that actually emotions with neurodiverse people also come like out differently. Yeah. From, like you said, from if someone does something bad to you and you hate that person, mm -hmm. uh, they in the boxes. It is maybe part of, of ourselves, you know? But I think that is maybe also the hard part. Uh, uh, when I do something to you and you kind of, hate me or you kind of uh, use your emotions on a very heavy way on me, then you're kind of amplifying uh, what I just said, right? I mean, this is, and this is kind of with neurodiverse people on each other. I mean, I, I uh, also have it as well. I can get really angry at people <laughs> who I think just mistreated me. Yeah. And I just think, for, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I yeah. think 
uh, that I have the feeling that I hate that person, you know, because most most of the time people just don't understand me. You know, that's yeah. kind of the point. But so that's why I try also to be more respectful and to be more rational towards people. For, okay, you know, he this, this person did did this to me. Um, and uh, uh, um, uh, it's it's mostly or it's because can be because of 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 insecurity or yeah. can be because of um, yeah not 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 understanding or most most of all it's just like a lot of systems a lot of people are stuck in uh, and uh, and uh, and they and they just don't question the system they just rather question the individual <laughs> you know yeah. that that I see happening a lot yeah. Um, but also when i try to think that yeah. you know i try to think and i try to think that but uh, when i get really angry at some people and i think i'm justified with that you know i also i also have to retrain myself to not get too hard on the people because yeah. it can really damage other people and i think yeah. that's also you know this is also uh, this has been especially addressed what i said earlier to maybe to neurotypical people yeah. but also being from neurodivergent to neurodivergent um, um, uh, please be considered that yeah. that all, a lot of neurodivergents are very vulnerable, yeah. you know. So yeah. uh, and our emotions are also very fun, yeah. vulnerable. So. Also, I just want to say something. Yeah. I know, like in the podcast, it sounds a lot like I'm such an explosive person, and I'm mm-hmm. always like getting mad at people. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'm explosive more towards myself. Yeah. Like I feel like you know this as well. Neurodivergent people are more. Da- like are more dangerous towards themselves mm-hmm. than others you know yeah i feel you, you agree with this i feel like i feel like yeah that no. I, I feel like i'm more I, i'm more of a danger towards myself than other people like yeah. i tend to explode at myself more than i do at other people like like when i do explode at someone yeah you better run because like because <laughs> like that means that means you fucked up really bad because <laughs> yeah. like usually i'm like i'm i'm always holding mm. it in if someone says something bad to yeah. me I'm always holding it like it's okay. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Just don't, yeah. just don't explode. But then when something like, and then when they cross the line, mm-hmm. like when there's a line, there's a line. Yeah. When they cross over the line, I'm I'm just gonna explode. You know, yeah. like when when I when I can't handle it anymore, that's when yeah. I explode. Yeah. 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 I yeah. just wanted to point that out. Yeah. 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 So then, yeah. No, I can. Uh, to watch your question, do I agree? I do agree. Yeah. I think, I think this also to make to make uh, something like this really really open up the conversation because I used to go to a neurodiverse um, elementary school mm-hmm. and to a neurodiverse high school. Mm-hmm. Like really my whole childhood has been has been revolved around my autism spectrum disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really and just really saw it happening in my own in my own environment that although you know that there are people who are really getting angry at the other people, I mean um, although it is of course a very logical response to to ask that person and to say to that per and to uh, uh, maybe defend yourself and kind of question the, ang- the anger of that person. I think you also have to be really aware of that a person is probably also really angry at that at themselves, you know. So and also really and also really. Um, uh, and I saw really also a lot of examples where people were, were just literally physically hurt themselves. Actually, yeah. you know, at that was and that already happened at the age of twelve or something like that. I mean, it's not like it's it's uh, um, it's 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 really that 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 people need need to take care of. If you like abandon someone, you're um, you're indirectly 
And I'm really saying that if your client literally abandons someone, you're indirectly also a bit responsible to what a person does to yeah. themselves. And you know, that's yeah. also that's also what 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 we kind of need to take care of. Yeah. And I've actually been uh, hospitalized three times, and I've been I've been sent to the mental hospital three times <laughs> because of how bad my depressive yeah. episodes were. Yeah, it got to the point where the doctors were like, "Nope, you're gonna yeah. be sent to the hospital." I'm like, "No, not yeah. again." Yeah, the last the, fr- the first two times were because of my really bad uh, dep- depressive episodes, mm-hmm. and uh, the the last time was because of my hypomanic episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting okay. really bad. Yeah, yeah, like, but like, see, this is what I meant. We're more of danger yeah. to ourselves. Yeah. than other people this is what yeah. i'm trying to say you know yeah like i got sent to the mental hospital not because i was trying to harm other people no. but because i was trying to do it to myself yeah that's also uh maybe i'm also a bit naive into that but they usually um they usually send you to such a hospital because you might be a danger to yourself right yeah also so, it could yeah. be others but yeah. mostly because of yourself yeah yeah, yeah that's right but uh right now you just said earlier that you're Right, in some sort, in a stable, uh, your stability has been has been found again. Yeah, a bit. For so a bit, for a while. For, for yeah. a while, for how long? For how long it lasts? You know, <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter. I'm just yeah. chilling until but the next storm hits. <laughs> if you're if you're kind of it's such if you're kind of such in a in a depression phase, mm-hmm. what would you ask people? You know? Oh, like kind of like help me please no, not yeah. not help me as in like help me get out of bed no but like talk to me yeah try to make attempts to uh, yeah. talk to me yeah. don't, don't just uh, just don't just let me isolate myself you know yeah because the more i isolate myself the deeper i drown yeah kind of like it's kind of like i'm about to drown and then just yeah. take my hand and like kind of yeah you know yeah. I'd, like i don't want you to save me or anything but just kind of like just give me like just send me a simple like hey how are you doing it's yeah. good like I mean, like, I don't need everyone's support to be mm-hmm. happy, you know? Like, yeah. I, my the friends that I have, and the best friends that I have, and my boyfriend and my family, I think yeah. that's enough for me. Yeah. As long as, as, long, as long as you have a good support, you know? Yeah. A, a good su- a su- support system, yeah. then you're good to go. I, mean, I feel yeah. like, I feel like yeah. that, yeah. Do you, live, do you live together with your boyfriend? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I live no. alone. Okay, but right now, this is maybe also a bit of a of a question to take care of. Yeah. Right now, uh, just a couple of days ago, the prime minister of the Netherlands announced another lockdown. Mm-hmm. So we're at the academy because the academy is a practical school. Mm-hmm. But um, for a lot of people, you know, home is their only is the only environment yeah. they're, going, they're going to see. So you're not as accessible as you maybe were before. Yeah. Um, so um, what would you? I mean, if you go into such a depression and you're not. For instance, during the Christmas holidays, yeah. and you're not allowed to go outside, or as min- as minimal as possible. Who, uh, what would you do then? Would you would you then call your boyfriend, or would you? Yeah, then- I would definitely call my boyfriend, yeah. or like call my my family. Yeah. yeah like I'll, now, whenever, I, like I'm just I've just gotten so used to the whole video calling thing, you know, no. that like even when I'm video calling them, it feels like yeah. they're there. Mm-hmm. So I like, just hear their voice, just like hearing them asking me how I'm doing, yeah. them trying to like talk me down, yeah. or, already helps me enough. Like sometimes I don't need them physically, yeah. but like just knowing that their presence is there, yeah. then I think that's yeah. good enough for me. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, from, uh, uh, I'm not sure about you, but I think it's also very, very healthy for me to hear also di- different voices. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hearing the same voice over and over again oh. every day. I need some sort of a dif- of a diversity of different voices, oh. even though it's my mother, even though it's mm. my father. I had, for instance, pre-corona time, I um, went to I uh, went to with my uh, uh, no, I went to actually a youth trip uh, to uh, Scotland, to the Highlands. Which was real, which was real nice. Mm-hmm. I, I really love hiking, but we were run, we we're walking through a field of the island. I think it was just around, um, around just next to the Loch Ness. And there is this real big highlands where there is literally no one. So you're really only relying on on, on each other. And although you were like really seeing other faces, and you're you you know you're not not a human being. It was the really hardest part was the fact that you really didn't saw any human being besides the one that you saw around you. You know, so yeah. I, so when I went to the, to the city, the first one I really, I really asked for was to go to a shop to actually see or at least hear the floor, or at least hear a life <laughs> outside of the people I know, because yeah. otherwise it feels like it feels it it feels so so desolated. Problem. I have the same problem too, actually. Yeah, yeah you know, it's just, yeah. it feels so desolated. Like yeah. like you're only with that one person, and you really want to confirm that everybody is out there as well. And yeah. I had also really, uh, luckily, uh, I could uh, I could go to my parents, um, but um, um, I'm really aware that maybe I'll tell people also at the KPK. They, for instance, uh, have the parents abroad. Uh, I mean, also maybe I can also imagine that it also uh, is the same for you. Mm-hmm. The parents abroad, and that you are, have not the privilege to kind of physically meet yeah. them, yeah. but only hearing their voice or the fact that there are other people, except for you and maybe your boyfriend or your relationship, and you're therefore realizing, hey. It's not a, a, a 28 days later script where right now and it's not like a, like a desolated end, end of the world. Yeah. There are still people out there yeah. and, I, and I sometimes need to confirm that. So yeah. That's why I need to go outside sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to see people. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I can really imagine yeah. regarding also a bit of this debate from a lot of people have problems with the fact that the academy is open while there is a lockdown mm. and I can really, uh, really understand that. Mm. So, and uh, at some way I can also really respect that opinion and also agree with that. Mm-hmm. But for me, mm-hmm. I think of a certain moment, if I would know that uh, it will last until the 19th of January and I would know yeah. from this whole period, I can see nobody except for maybe uh, school students. Yeah, sorry? yeah, the school students. Yeah, the school students that yeah. you have to answer them every time just by just by talking to you yeah. or by talking to other people. It's so much. It's, it's so much uh, gives me so much strength and so much to do with. You know, so yeah. that's the reason why I actually like the fact that 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 it is open. Although I also understand why you really why you really dislike it. So I think I think I think therefore, like we said earlier, apparently the IMD, the what's the full name? Uh, Inter- interactive media design. Yeah, interactive media design. Uh, I always forget <laughs> what it stands for. But they said, for instance, from hey, if you don't feel comfortable with you, also don't have to come. I mean, we respect it. I think something like that, mm-hmm. that you also give the option from hey, if you don't feel like it, just don't come. Mm-hmm. I think that's already also a part of that that uh, is a very good message mm-hmm. because you then also give give 
it's also something to do with guilt maybe for yeah. oh if i don't go i feel guilty but mm -hmm. if i go but if i go i feel guilty as well yeah you know i mean yeah. that is not not the position you should put yeah. people on yeah. you should also say to people hey we respect if you don't come yeah. you know some yeah. you know i think something like that would really help a lot yeah huh. definitely yeah um we're right now 53 minutes underway mm -hmm. I kind of feel my, en my energy is draining away, so yeah. um, I'm not sure about you. Maybe is that something I just want? I just wanted to ask. From if you're tired, mm -hmm. do you become more energetic or not? When I'm tired, oh, mm. depends. So if mm. I'm on my meds, mm -hmm. I, I take my meds, and then within the next five minutes, I'm already tired as mm -hmm. fuck. So I have to drink a lot of coffee. Mm -hmm. So like when I'm, but when I'm tired, I try. I don't like sleeping. I just don't like sleeping. Mm -hmm. So like when I'm tired, I try to stay awake until I fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really hate sleeping for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Okay. But then like, uh, 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 do you, uh, how do I say this question? Yeah. It's more of, um, uh, it's not really an answer to my question. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, but yeah. um, maybe just rephrase it another way when you're feeling let me just put it this way: when you're when you're uh, at the end of the day, yeah. Uh, how do you you know? Do you have also? Do you feel like different energy levels that you are yeah. on a certain moment you're really energetic, and some moment you are really tired? Yeah. And um, how does that? How do I, for instance, uh, um, uh, know that you are tired? What are like symptoms of that? Oh. My eyes get really droopy, <laughs> and then I start talking like, oh, 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 and then I just become really slow in terms of motion. Oh yeah, I'm already slow as a person, but like when it comes to like when I'm tired or when I'm depressed, especially, mm. I I start moving in really slow motion, yeah. like and like and like and like in like very slow motion. Like there's this one time when I, when I was in the depressive episode, mm -hmm. and I was laying in bed with my boyfriend, and I was like to him, "You are the love." And I just paused for like a whole five minutes or something, and I was like, "The love of my life." <laughs> That's how slow I become. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that sound that is so sweet. <laughs> but it was very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> very uh, slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That the guy that it kind of feels like someone. The love of what? The love of what? <laughs> Nabila, the love of what? Say to me. He's <laughs> like, "What? What are you saying?" Yeah. Okay. Um, I think this is a good way of closing. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Or you really want to uh, get something off your chest? Well, there was something I wanted to say, but I forgot, but I, so I don't think it matters yeah, that much. Yeah, yeah. You, can also, you yeah. can also say it afterwards, you yeah. know, so. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, that is uh, kind of the second question. Is there someone you want to give a shout out to or, some, or something you want, to, you want to promote? Can be, We haven't really, really, really talked about your work. Do you want oh, yeah. to do that? Huh? Do you? Well, my works are well, my works are basically just full of emotions, basically mm -hmm. full of energy, full of emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I found yeah because I I just forget to mention that yeah. I was really when I started at podcast and I just or yeah. just when I <laughs> was waiting for you. No, I was just waiting for you. I just looked at your Instagram account and I thought from and when I heard talking to you, I thought, yeah. oh, this is really a representation of of your work, <laughs> you know. And yeah. then and then and then we had about other things, but yeah. that was something I'm like, I'm really going to start this. Yeah. I mean, I really I really want to include this. It was also part of it because I found like the last one, the last thing you posted on your Instagram work account mm -hmm. was for was I think 
uh, a painting of yourself on a hat from a, a Greek god. Where yeah, it was not a painting. It was just an edited photo from Photoshop. Oh. Yeah, it was oh, Photoshop. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it looked like a painting. No, it was a Photoshop picture. But uh, yeah, well, it's just uh, talking about my gender, uh, yeah. my, about my gender, non-binary. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just about my... Um, how because like uh, it's in the picture it's a it's a picture it's like my head mm -hmm. with eros who is the greek god of love and sex mm -hmm. uh yeah it's just about how i'm about how i've embraced my sexuality and yeah. how I'm, i've embraced my um my gender as a person yeah yeah. yeah, I found it actually such a, such a strong one. Yeah. yeah, I found it actually such a strong one. But I thought actually more and more that you were you were saying, for instance, um, you are. Uh, how do you relate to your work? Is it actually like uh, an expression? Is it as is? How do you feel more your work? Is it more like an expression of yourself, or do you feel like more of a um, how is it as a as a way of mental health by painting and by drawing or is both. it maybe both both yeah. it's actually yeah. both because yeah. like it's a it's it's an expression of myself because me as a person i'm very mm. energetic that's true yeah. and i'm full of emotions and that's true and you can see that in my works i hope yeah and that's what i'm trying to portray in my works as well emotions yeah. and like my works are mostly about um issues regarding um humans like uh or or just about people like it's just a, my works are centered around people and humans. Yeah, I'm just very interested in philosophy and psychology, and and history. So and I try. I mean, I don't really put history into my works, but I try to put like how my philosophies my, uh, into my works and stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like really great. Yeah. That's yeah. That sounds really great. I found it also very interesting because I just uh, spoke to a couple of students. Uh, actually, and more or less, so they're all neuro, neurodivergent, mm -hmm. and more or less they were also talking about the fact that something like an identity is something that comes more or less back in their in their actually their work. Mm -hmm. You know, even even uh, sometimes they were not really aware of that. Yeah, uh, I found I found that also really fascinating that so, that actually really coping with your with yourself and how you really uh, and. Um, not you know not not try to to place yourself in the society but more looking from okay who, how do i as a neurodivergent mm -hmm. uh maybe also some maybe also someone who is a bit on the sidelines of of this society or put on the sidelines of the society how do we how do we position ourselves in and how do we actually look from that position yeah. on the i think that's also a very valuable like i just said earlier that you were saying I'm still kind of researching of my identity. I think it's also a very valuable position that you therefore can say, I can maybe um, uh, 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 also uh, try to try to position myself or try on the idea of identity that most people uh, uh, are not able to or willingly to, you know, because mm -hmm. because I'm so because you're so. Um, uh, you're so divergent yeah. and you're and you're and you're try still researching yeah you know so i think that's actually a very a very a very quality trait mm -hmm. and i think i think it's not necessarily a bad one mm -hmm. you know i think it's a very positive one yeah to put it like that. Yeah. yeah yeah cool uh now uh, back to my last question is there someone is there someone or something or somewhat a page a person i don't know you want to promote or you want to give a shout out to or um uh... 
Voila. Oh, follow KBK Union. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a really nice page. So, yeah. yeah. You're, you're also part of it, am I right? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're not. Okay. No, I but I love that page. So I just want to okay. shout out to that. And can I shout out myself too? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, follow me on Instagram at, yeah. at I'm Zoe Pops. Okay. With the Z, dot com, but not the com, but like, yeah, Adam Zoe Pops. Okay, I will yeah. put it in the description yeah. so yeah. people find it anyway. Yeah. Okay, are there any persons like parents, uh, family members, boyfriends, I don't know, you want to give a shout Mom, out to? Mom, Dad, I love you. My best friend, Ashley, I <laughs> love you. My best friend, Theo, I love you. My boyfriend, <laughs> Adi, I love you. I love you guys. Uh, Thank you for being there for me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Cool. <laughs> all right, I think this is a good, good way of closing. Yeah. Um, this will be the last one from the series yeah. because I will post every every episode on a Wednesday in a row. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, st I just started last Wednesday, which mm -hmm. was yesterday with the episode of Matty. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. Then I will the Wednesday next to next time. I think I have to I have to check. I think this one out of my head will be the fifteenth. No, not the fifteenth of January. Um, will be posted on. Well, I will. I was almost close. I mm -hmm. think uh, the fourteenth of January. Okay. So, um, and from that moment on, I will stop. I will kind of uh, stop over here for a month or something mm -hmm. like that with recording because I really, really need my time of yeah. rest. And after that, um, I try uh, to come back um, to uh, go on every month. With a monthly update because I'm because I'm right now uh, I'm recording these conversations on every week, you know, sometimes even even multiple times within a week, <laughs> and then I try to go back on uh, having once a month because otherwise it will yeah. just take too much time. Yeah. And, uh, studies and all. Yeah, I yeah. just studies and I mean this, this conversation is an hour. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this this is this is this is a, a lot month. of editing. Yeah. This is a, a month worth waiting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to uh, say that um, if you want to talk, that's that's also possible. Uh, that could be at uh, you could send a message to at non neurotypical card students. Uh, then we can maybe talk via the. Uh, uh, via the personal messageway, via chat, or you can also have like the option to uh, talk uh, via this way, via a microphone, or you can just casually talk uh, via the via the Microsoft Teams or whatever you like. I can also imagine that you hate Microsoft Teams from mm. now on. <laughs> you know, that definitely. You, that you, yeah. So, uh, or just any way you like. I, I just insult uh, all the, the all the different programs that's necessary for that. So I'm so I'm available at any way possible. Um, you can also mail me. Uh, that's my personal one. It's news.ottoman@home.nl. But I'm trying to be more on my on this Instagram page. Uh, I try to also maybe maybe expand uh, the team that is going to respond on on on, and on everyone because I'm right now currently the only one, which is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe it can also I'm not I'm I'm not uh, uh, I'm not saying that will happen, but it can also be in the future that we have like someone else uh, who is taking this interview. Uh, at least I hope so. I think it's it's also good for diversity, right? Because I'm just a cisgender white male, so <laughs> you know I can, all, I can although I although I uh, I am I try to be as ex inclusive as possible. I uh, also have like a, I will also overlook things. So uh, 
do can maybe maybe that's also what I can ask you. I have to feel for it. But can maybe people also may, maybe reach out to you if they want? Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's also a good way that I can also maybe reach out to you. I mean, this is also this idea of this platform, right? That you also yeah. kind of getting people together um, who are uh, from every form of background and also with different neuro neurotypes, so you can share your experience. Um, so that's that. And I think everything that's left me is to thank you all for listening and to thank you all for join and to thank you for joining. I think it was no like problem. a very valuable one. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just really excitement worth it. <laughs> I just really just scratched the surface yeah. from yeah. what I actually wanted to ask. Yeah. But I mean, after an hour, uh, it's just really done. I yeah. can't really uh, respond to you. So for my feeling, I just had really a couple of points that I really, really wanted yeah. to ask you. But some of them just really float away or just pass afterwards. That's yeah. okay. Doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. So. Um, Again, thank you for joining, no and, thank, and uh, I hope uh, you do well. I hope uh, I hope uh, for everyone will tw will 2021 a way better year, <laughs> you know. So um, and uh, keep up your mental health. We're in a it's unfortunately these are tough times. So know that everybody will be here for you. So the so the, the my DM will always be open. You know, so uh, also for for the non-neurotypical students, us my this microphone will also stay open. Uh, so therefore, if you want to talk, it's also possible. I think this is the way that we need to reach out to each other in times like this. Definitely, so, yeah. If, same goes with if anyone wants to talk, I'm always here too. My yeah. DMs are always open. So yeah. <laughs> good, good to yeah. hear. Okay, I think uh, this is a good way uh, to close this off. I uh, really like it. I wish you all uh, a Merry Christmas, you as well. You too. Uh, you do. Thank you very much and a Happy, happy New Year. Year. And a Happy and a Happy New Year. So this will be, will, will be the last one of the year. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.